and she needed that help. She was working full time, husband had been retrenched, there was all sorts of things going on. And um, But she'd named her business, she'd got her logo done, she'd started on the website and then I looked at it and then I did what I always do, I go through the website, I have a look at everything, but I go back and check things and I went back and I was like, someone else has got this business name. And then when I was on a chat with someone in my graduate program, yes, another program, I've got so many, book a focus call, we can talk about what's right for you. Um, in the graduate program, and she was saying that she'd chosen a particular name for her business. So I just went to the business name register. Sorry, you can't have that business name, someone else has it. Oh, so luckily, you know, she'd started, she, in her head, she had the logo and the design and everything else, but thankfully she hadn't put it to paper like this first person had. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello everyone and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you? So last time we were together, I talked about, you know, getting it right in the first place to project forward where you're going and what you're doing. But today I wanted to talk about, well, here you are and what are some of the things that we need to make sure we get right when we very first come out into practice. Now, as you know, or hopefully you know, I have what I call the academy. And in the academy, it's all practice-based. And we talk about everything to do with your practice, except the individual client. That I leave for the clinical mentoring groups. And I have those too. They are called my next level groups. So I have a next level project group where people have projects that they want to do. But it doesn't have to be an actual project. I'm writing a book project. It can be a goal that you have. So it's that you're, it's a business, it's to do with your business. Then I have a next level group that's clinical. And that's the one where people do ask, you know, um, the odd business question and everything else, you know, what they're doing, a goal, things like that. But really that's about the client. And that's where I keep all of my clinical discussions with everyone. And that's so, you know, I'm seeing a 54 year old lady with blah, 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 blah. This is what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. Any suggestions and we mastermind it. So those are my next level groups. I also have a coaching one for coaches. So there's a number of specialist area groups that we have, small groups. Everyone gets a hot seat. Everyone gets time to speak. If you haven't got, some people hardly say anything at all. And then every so often we'll come out and it's, you know, they're the ones that need most of the help. So really interesting stuff. But the academy is like, that's where everybody is to start with. We all get to know each other and we all do the business building things as a big group. As I said, we've got our programs in practice coming up very, very soon. I think it might be this weekend when this podcast comes out. And so we sit for the day and we work out your program that you want to create for your practice. And then as May and into June goes on, we're really going to be working on sharing that with your clients and with your community. So I regularly sold all of my programs to my clients in clinic, all right, to the client one-to-one. -one. And it was a fabulous way of doing it because I could tailor it to everyone. And I'll be talking more about that in our programs to practice. 
but how this all came about so back to the mistakes when starting out is because <laughs> you can actually work with me one-to-one -one and that's called the 90-day program it was called the three-month program but 90 days has a way better ring to it don't you think so what I've discovered in that this three times recently with there's a limited number of um of of availability in that if you'd like to do it I love it and so does everyone who does it lots of reviews of how much people love doing the 90-day program because you spend so much one-to-one -one time with me and we really nut things out but back to where I was one of those mentees she was getting her business she wanted to get it all set up ready to go um, because she and she needed that help she was working full-time husband had been retrenched there was all sorts of things going on and um, but she'd named her business she'd got her logo done she'd started on the website and then I looked at it and then I did what I always do I go through the website I have a look at everything but I go back and check things and I went back and I was like someone else has got this business name and then when I was on a chat with someone in my graduate program, yes, another program, I've got so many, book a focus call, we can talk about what's right for you. Um, in the graduate program, and she was saying that she'd chosen a particular name for her business. So I just went to the business name register. Sorry, you can't have that business name. Someone else has it. Oh, so luckily, you know, she'd started, she, in her head, she had the logo and the design and everything else. But thankfully, she hadn't put it to paper like this first person had and you know these are the simple things right at the beginning if we haven't gone back to base to our business planning and gone how am I going to do these things where am I starting with this um, not only is that part of you know deciding where you're going like I said in the last podcast you know where you're headed um, what trainings you might want to do what it is you have lined up but in this this is the very practical stuff and the stuff that we can trip up on that we don't want to trip up on because we want this to be nice and smooth and seamless you know it's like the the website you do need to have that website and um, but if you haven't got the time or the finances then you can have a google my business website don't miss out on that but you will need the name, all right? And you will need to have gone to the your business name register in whichever country or state you're in and made sure that nobody else has that name already. Then, of course, you can buy all the URLs. You can buy all sorts of URLs that you don't necessarily own the business name to and you can just direct them and then somebody can't buy them um, or they, have, they can you know, pay through the nose to get it off you if you've got it. So we have to think though, how are people going to find me? What is my business name? And is it my business name? Or is a misspell of that business name going to take them somewhere totally dreadful? You know, is it going to take them to, you know, um, I don't know, I can't even think of anywhere. Um, so what's my business name? Highgate Proactive Health. So maybe um, if you typed it in incorrectly, it would go to... Um, I don't know, Highgate somewhere in England because there's a Highgate, you know, most Australian place names are somewhere else, aren't they? Like in America, they're all somewhere else. So, you know, there is Highgate in the UK and I will type things in and I will get the Highgate in the UK as well as the Highgate here and there's a Highgate in Western Australia. So we need to think to ourselves, what is it 
that you know what is my business name how does it reflect me how do I show up in it how are people going to feel about what they see so my um, business name's got proactive in it because as a nurse I felt I was very reactive and I would say to people yes I'm very reactive especially working in intensive care and in theatres and recovery it's very reactive to the problem you know someone breaks a leg you're reacting to that broken leg um, if they did it on a trampoline so back in the day there were no sides to trampolines somebody got proactive and developed trampolines with sides so people don't go bouncing off them onto the ground so much I think they still do they still break their legs even with the sides on them but that is what I mean I went from being reactive to proactive and I added it to my business name now for mentoring because of course I'm moving away from practice um, you know I'm heading into my husband's heading into retirement which means I am heading into retirement for my clients as well so what you know here I am now and in this business it's mentoring with Geraldine great I've got a name that is in some way unique now most of us do we can have a play on our name a play on words but you have to make sure before you go down the design stage and before all those things happen that you've chosen that business name all right so it can really really mess people up having not done that now another couple of things once you've got that business name then yeah, where are you going to practice from? Is it going to be from home like I did um, with the sheet over the TV, pull the chair in front of the TV? Nobody knows that, you know, that it's the lounge. They sort of know, but at the same time, they're thinking, why, you know, why are all these herbal bottles on the walls? And, um, you know, the reading matter is a huge variation of clinical manuals. And so when we're thinking, you know, we've got our name, where are we going to practice from? How are we going to practice? Of course, it's online now. So are you just going to practice online? Would you like to have a room, say, one morning a week or one day a week? What, where are you going to get your clients? How are you going to encourage them to see you? I think that's actually another full podcast, to be honest. So let's go back to um, naming that business. What about your name? So... You know, we sort of think to ourselves, I want a business name so I can sell my business. But can we really sell our clients? Will they really um, be sold? They've come to you because of who you are. So we can sell a practice name. We can sell an entity. Um, maybe someone who's in it would take it over. And the clients that when if you're branching out, um, maybe you've decided you're going to niche and you're not seeing all those other clients you're only seeing your niche clients then those clients you know if you've introduced it introduce them to the new person and you've done it all properly hopefully they will just move over to wherever it is that buys the business you know is anyone going to buy mentoring with Geraldine without Geraldine in it no probably not to be honest but um, when am I going to retire in this post not for a long time so think about who have you got a unique name do you have what is unique about you? Maybe you speak another language. And so part of your business and business name could be the use of a word in another language, but in not, you know, in both scripts, if there's a script, um, you know, like Hindu or, um, you know, one of the other languages that has a script, Arabic or something that has a script rather than just the English language script. 
So that can make you unique in that you can have your name and have it in English and script. You could have the business name in the other language but make sure it's easy phonetically to say and understand. So there's lots of other ways of thinking outside the square for our business name. If you do speak another language, then that is fantastic because Australia and New Zealand's got some of the best training and education. Well, Australia particularly, I know the Australian education system. Um, I would assume that the degree system in New Zealand is very similar. So, and we've got these amazing products. So worldwide, we're really well recognized and thought of because of the training that we have and because of the standard of education, the standard of product, um, the way we work, the association system. So we're very well regarded. And if you have another language, then you're able to say, yes, I trained in the degree here, um, but I take on Israeli patients if you're Israeli. You know, so you've got this other group of people that hopefully you can take on to your books and extend your client base with another whole group. Maybe you belong to a church. That's a great place to find clients because you connect with them on a values level and on this understanding level. Um, maybe you belong to a group, you know, schools. I got all my clients through school initially because I would treat one parent, they'd tell the other parents, all the parents would bring their kids to see me. So what group are you in? How will you present yourself to that group? You know, and your name and business name are all part of meeting the expectations of that group, the values of that group, and expanding your client base into that group. So I'm going to leave you with that one today, a nice short one for today. We've got um, the big weekend coming up, so the program's in practice, so I've got a lot of work to do towards that. It's an absolutely brilliant day. Um, we're online. It's all recorded, so those that can't be there can watch the recordings. Um, it's all in the Academy. You can join the Academy anytime. I used to do sort of open and close on the Academy, and I don't now because I realize that people are desperate to get in, and once they're in, they don't actually leave. So the, the majority of the people, um, yeah, I haven't had anyone leave in ages. So the majority of people have been in there since the start and the one and as people join they don't tend to leave because there's just so much contact and so much support in there in relation to any other way of getting in it's not just the sound bites you get that actual time with me as well as all the education and training just sitting there waiting to be watched so I'm going to leave you to it um, I hope you have an absolutely brilliant rest of day and um, I look forward to chatting with you soon or maybe even seeing you at the weekend. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.